Welcome, Welcome to the Nightly Rant with your hosts, Mike and Toria. This is the show where we examine society from a sarcastic point of view. If you like insane conversations, this is definitely the show for you. Let's get into today's topic. YPN people, I don't know about you, but I love helping out a friend. That's why I want to shout out my friend Brian Little and his podcast, Your favorite blockhead. This is the only show that manages to weave together peanuts and MMA into one heck of an amazing podcast. You can find your favorite blockhead wherever your favorite podcasts reside and at yourfavoriteblockhead.com. Do me a huge favor and listen to Brian's show. You'll be entertained and you'll help out a friend. Now, as I said, let's get into today's topic. So, so. From the very beginning, we have said that this show taught us that people are stupid. <laughs> well, it has. Then I kind of had an epiphany in like the last two years. And when we had the um, psychotherapist on, at the moment, I can't recall her name. Phyllis. Levitt. Phyllis Levitt. Yeah, that was what her name was. Thank you. Um, and I told her that actually, I don't think it's just that people are stupid. I think it's just that people are kind of dishonest and self-absorbed and self-absorbed and kind of narcissistic and dishonest. And so we went into this discussion about how like people can see right in front of their face um, something in writing and they'll claim that's not what it says. Right. <laughs> but it's in black and white. That's because um, people are self-absorbed. Well, and it's very obvious in this day and age because we have video of everything. Right. So like like I was telling you about how like, you know, I'm not going to because I don't want to make this political. I'm not going to talk about who. But there uh. was there was a person in government who was elected who. Um, it's not let's just say they have some mental you. issues and they were giving like they were asking questions at a hearing and like it was so incoherent. But then their staff put out a written version of what they allegedly said and completely doctored it up to make it sound normal. But forgetting that it's all on video in multiple places, what he actually said. Like, there's nobody that can say, oh, only Fox News had it. So, therefore, it's doctored. All there's, the news there's news everywhere that has this. And you're going to lie about that. And it's, that's how people are today. Just in general, they're they're very dishonest about things that are right in front of them. I mean, what about this conversation I was having with the guy on Reddit who claimed he didn't understand what I meant by we take in that was 17 percent of our revenue. Mm -hmm. We take in our revenue at an average rate of 17 percent of the GDP. Right. And he was like. You don't know what you're talking about. You don't even understand economics. Just shut up and go, go get a, you know, go talk about something you understand. And then I came back with, well, you know, historically we averaged 17%. It was this much percent in 2022. It was this much percent in 2021, et cetera. And I listed right. it out, right? Then suddenly he understands what I'm talking about. However, there's a difference between taking in and collecting taxes according to him but there isn't exactly those kind of differences 
only exists for people who look for reasons to argue with you. Right. And then he's one of those guys that likes to call everybody a name. Of like, course. Like, oh, okay, um, Poindexter. Okay, Poindexter. Okay, Poindexter. And then the next person that he disagrees, okay, Neville. Okay, Neville. All right, Neville. And they try to make like all these you know, historic references to people and stuff. And it, it's just a, a, a dishonest um, cover up. I mean, in reality, it's pretty comical because he's such an insecure moron that he feels a need to do that kind of stuff. Well, like somebody said to him on there, it must be pretty sad. You mustn't get wins anywhere else in life because all you do is sit on here thinking that you're dunking on people when every single other person participating knows you're the idiot. <sighs> That's a pretty funny thing to say to someone. Not going to lie. Well, it is, but it's also true. Like people talk, there have been comments that have been dropped about, you know, I'm surprised that the guy that always has something contrary to say doesn't jump in right now and make a comment. <laughs> I mean, like so many people say stuff like that, that, you know, it's just not just you that thinks it. You know, what I think is the most amusing show of selfish dumbassery that you've been experiencing on Reddit lately. The gig workers subreddit that you've been perusing. Yes. Yes, thank you for reminding me. That one pisses me off. <laughs> I couldn't tell this morning. You were just salty. Well, because the words that were used to me were, sorry, it's going to cause us to have an E, but I'm got to say At it. At least the E is your fault this time. They said, pay us what we deserve or fuck off. That's what they said. Well, First of all, who determines what you deserve to be paid? I mean, because I always thought you got paid what you were worth. Right. And worth in and the traditional meaning of the word deserve are very different. Yeah. I might think I deserve $100,000 an hour for the work that I do because I think I'm so spectacular. But maybe my worth is only $40 an hour. Well, exactly. Company, you know? exactly. So I'm going to get paid what I'm worth, not what I think I deserve. Right. Always. Always. I mean, there's going to be once in a blue moon where you're going to get paid more than what you think you deserve. Right. That's a rarity. But the point is, there's a contract that happens, right? I offer you, I'm going to let you do this job with this set of rules, i.e. the contract. Yep. And you're going to get paid this much. Or here's your pay structure. That stuff is all disclosed to you up front when you right. sign up to be. When a you sign up. But these people are on complaining about how, you know, why does Uber even make as much as we do? That's not fair. We're doing all the work. Well. But do, you're not. But do they, I asked the question, you know, who paid for the marketing you're to doing, bring people to the app so that they could connect those people with you? You're doing the ground level manual labor. Correct. But the corporation. Well, you're the Uber, product. You're the product. The corporation of Uber is doing all of the other work. They're doing the yeah. R&D. They're doing the advertising. They're doing the app maintenance. They're, they're paying to develop all of this stuff. Right. Um, they're paying transaction fees from the customer's credit cards. All of the overhead responsibility is on them. Yep. I mean, and then they're paying a commission back to the, you know, they're paying money back to the restaurant and keeping a commission. Right. So they don't even keep that $120, 
you know, um, Texas Roadhouse order. Um, they only get like at best for 36 bucks of that is theirs right? at best. I mean, so, so, you know, the whole thing is they're not thinking about it because they've never run a business. Right. They've just never run a business. Well, and if you look at the, the rideshare gig workers, they get a way bigger share of the ride than yeah. per se a, a DoorDash delivery driver would get. Yes. For but sure. that's also because they have to have some dumbass motherfucker in their car. Well, yeah, they're exposing themselves to a risk. But but more to the point, though, is then there's the people who are like, you know, wow, wow, why are you complaining about you know, the, the money? And why are you trying to defend the company? You know, it goes both ways, right? Right. But then, then the other thing they'll say is like, you know, they should pay us a minimum amount. Well, do you really think they're going to pay you a minimum amount per hour for you to just do nothing? And then do you think what they're going to allow you when you're on the clock getting a minimum per hour? Do you think they're going to allow you to decline orders? No, they're not. No. You decline orders. You just decline. You just told your boss no to something they asked you to do. They're going to assign you what orders you're going to take and you're not going to have a choice in the matter or they're going to fire you. Right. Because you're an employee now. Right. And that's how they're going to get around having to deal with most anything. Do you think waitresses just, at a restaurant get to decide, oh, I'm just not going to serve that table because I don't like serving children. Right. Exactly. No. Table eight is yours, Susie. You're serving them. And that's even a good example because that person makes the lowest minimum wage, federal minimum wage. That's what they right. pay waitresses, waiters. In most states. Except California. Yeah. Pay them dirt minimum. Like, it's terrible. Honestly, right. it is terrible. It's like but, $9 an hour or something like that. But the point is, people take that job. And so it comes down to this. If you want the freedom, and people were saying this on this thread. If you want the freedom to work when you want to work and how you want to work. Then you have to take the consequences Then you have to take the that. consequences of that. And that means... You have to negotiate with the big guy and the big guys. I mean, if you think about it, really all Uber is, is a marketing company. Right. It's really all they are. They're a marketing company who offers services for processing payments and connecting you with the money that you're owed from these But marketing customers. is the biggest department. Marketing is their biggest department. That's yep. where they spend the most of their money. Yep. And probably second would be technology. Yeah. And then after that would probably be driver management, would be my guess. But I don't understand. The biggest aspect here to me is they claim that Uber treats them like crap. I'm not saying they don't. I'm just saying this is the claim they make don't is that really Uber treats them like way. crap. My opinion of that doesn't matter to what we're about to talk about. Right. But then they claim that they want to become like an employee of Uber and get paid an hourly wage and get extra money for delivering, you know, the the person from one place to another. Um, but they want to get, they want to be like an employee. Well, how, why do they think Uber is going to treat them any better as an employee than they did as a contract? Uber will treat them worse as an employee. And also these people whining and complaining online will be the first people fired by Uber. Yeah, I agree. I think, I think that's the part that they miss is, you could just go get a job. I mean, there's a reason why you don't go get a job. A lot of them, it's because they can't. 
I think incapable. The, the biggest part of what these people miss is California already did this. Tried anyway. They 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 passed the law that was going to force Uber to classify these people as employees on X date. Yep. And Uber said, "Peace out." Oh yeah, you do that, we're gone. Lyft said, "Oh yeah, you do that, we're gone." All of the restaurant delivery services, said you do thing. that, we're out. What did the government do? They bent over and let those gig worker companies do what they wanted. And they repealed the law, too. Yeah. So it's like it's like the gun control thing. They want to pass some for some reason. They think keeping guns out of the hands of people who are 18, 19 and 20 is somehow going to be better than allowing 21 and over. What's been tried multiple times and every time it gets struck down by the court. So. I mean, why keep trying it? It's it's like it's not going to change anything. Well, yeah, and the same thing will happen in any state that tries to push this. And you're, you said it's Michigan right now that wants to push Minnesota. Minnesota. I knew it started with an M. Also, I don't know the difference. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, Uber and Uber and Lyft and DoorDash, they'll just leave. They'll be done. Like, they'll be done. Uh-huh. We don't service the state anymore. And all of you whiny bitches will be out of a job. Well, yeah, and they'll be then out what? Of a, they'll be out of a job, and they'll, most of them will also be out of a way to like be transported around. Most of them will end up with a DUI within the first you know month that 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 the company's gone because these are people who they make the money, then they go out and they spend the money, and so they use Uber or Lyft, depending on whom they're working for, um, to get them places because of that, and that's fine, that's great, that's what they're there for. Don't get me wrong. I'm not bagging on people. But not only are they not going to have the income anymore, so they're not going to be able to go out and party. If they could, because they saved some money by some miracle, who's driving them? Right. Right. And like, I don't, I think that, I think that you've seen some people posting that they can't get traditional jobs. Fucking Burger King won't even hire you. And you want to lobby the government to outlaw effectively Uber in your state when all you can do with your life is drive for Uber? Well, How but, fucking dumb are you? But it always comes back to me to the same thing. Why is regulation the thing that they always go to? We must control other people. I mean, quite honestly, if you were to take what happens in life and apply it to like your interpersonal relationships, you'd have the most screwed up life because everything would be about. Oh, well, my wife is not cooking at home enough. Well, here, I'll just take this away and make her cook at home. And then you won't have a wife six months later. Yeah, that's what happens. Because you start to control everything. And that's why it bothers me when we do that in our society. When there's a problem, oh, let's control it. Let's control it. And I understand where I part ways with a lot of people who think the way I think is I understand that there are some health rules that probably need to be in place, like around food handling and that kind of thing. And I, and I say this because germs are hidden, but they can be deadly. Right. And even with a rather regimented health department, stuff still sneaks through stuff sneaks through. Okay. But even with a regimented one stuff, stuff sneaks through. And yeah, they try to treat the health rules the way they treat gun laws. Instead of just making it like we're going to inspect, you're going to have to meet certain standards. 
Boom. Right? Simple. Right. Here's the standards. You know, done. Meet those, you're good. It would be so easy to enforce. Dear gig worker employees who feel like they're being mistreated by the gig worker company they work for. Look at history, because we all know that you learn a whole crap ton from history. Yeah, because it repeats itself. Always. fucking go on strike like people did when they were pissed off during the Industrial Revolution with how the companies were treating them. Do it. Go on strike. They will either replace you or they will listen. You got to be willing to take that risk. Here's the thing. I, I don't generally support that kind of attitude, but in this case, I do. And here's why. It kind of reminds me of the story I've told here before about how I managed to convert an entire desktop application to a web application by only changing one part of it first and showing everybody right. and just being like, look, this is what you could have. Well, okay. Right now you're just making this threat of Uber, Lyft, Instacart. They're all just going to leave. If you do that in California, we'll just use California. Cause I love to talk about California. So California, they're going to kick them out because, because they're going to make them do this and they're not going to do it. So they're leaving. Right. Okay. But- that's what they did in California, okay? That's what they did. Do they think, do these people think that Minnesota is a, is well something that scares Uber? Well, and that's not even really where I was going with this, though. It's more like people won't care as much because they won't know what it's like to not have those things. They don't remember. So they're just, oh, fine, we'll, we'll deal with it. It's no big deal. Once it's gone, though, bringing it back and reestablishing the infrastructure is going to be too costly. So then the only way they'll fix it is the government will pay those companies costs to come back. That's the only way. So it would be a stupid move because in the end, it will cost us so much money because we'll lose all of those services and they'll be gone. But if you you were to go on strike, those companies still exist. The need for the services is still going to be there, but they're going to have to deny your ride request because they don't have any drivers. And then people are going to be like, holy shit, this is what it would be like if there was no Uber. Oh, my God. We cannot allow that to happen. And then they start to get on your side. And then guess what? There's no threat. And you make more money. Say that Say that DoorDash because they're my absolute least favorite delivery company. Yeah. <laughs> they're most people's least favorite. Um, <laughs> say that their gig workers decide to go on strike. There's not going to be anybody to deliver your McDouble, man. Yeah. Nobody. Yeah. So what are you as the customer going to do? So you're going to be like, okay, hello, Uber Eats. Hopefully you have more drivers. Deliver my McDouble. So it will, going on strike at a company will hurt them in two different ways. The customers will leave and the drivers will leave. Well, what I could see happening is this. There's obviously multiple companies since you used DoorDash. There's multiple companies that deliver food uh-huh. that are like DoorDash. We don't need to name them. There's just multiples of them. Well, they're different everywhere. And what will happen is a bunch of them will stand in solidarity together as owners. And I put that in quotes. Uh-huh. And those companies will be like, yeah, screw you. You know, no, we're not. We're not giving you more money. Screw you. But then there's going to be that one company. That is smart and goes, hold on. This is a way we can take advantage. Yeah. We'll guarantee you $10 an hour with an additional X dollars per delivery you make plus for, your tips. for plus your tips. So you could work eight hours. You're guaranteed 80 bucks. Mm-hmm. But then you might be able to finish three deliveries in an hour. So you'll get paid 
X dollars times three every hour. So your your hourly goes way up. Some company will figure out how to make it and, work with and their and bottom line. And they'll figure out how to make it with their bottom line. And then all the drivers are going to flock over there. And they're, they're going to steal all the business from all the other companies. And then it's going to be this, oh, my God, we need to break them up because, you know, they're a monopoly. Oh, my God, we need to break them up. But you force them into that right. by regulating the bleeping hell out of that. And it wouldn't even take very long before the other companies were giving a similar deal to the drivers. Exactly. Because they have contracts with these restaurants that people are going to be able to deliver, get food delivered from there. When it comes down to do it or die, I mean, literally, that's what's going to happen. Because what? if you don't, if you don't eventually switch to the same pattern as the new way that the pull up is, you're going to go out of business because you're not going to have any drivers or restaurants to deliver for. Well, and Uber and Lyft used to be the only two rideshare companies, and now there are three others in Las Vegas alone. Yeah. So there, the competition is growing, but. These people need to pull their head out of their butt and learn how to actually deal with these situations because to government, little gig worker is not your friend. The government is friends with Uber. Yeah. Because you want an Uber gives them money. Uber donates to their campaigns. You know? Yeah. You little gig worker probably don't even pay taxes because my guess is you don't earn enough money to have to pay those taxes in a lot of places. <laughs> like. Right. Well, well, you know, like, but I make this point. All right. So now it comes down to, oh, they're not paying me enough money. And we talked about how there was an agreement in the very beginning. Right. right? And they signed that. They knew when they signed up. No one forced them to sign it. They signed it. They chose that. Right. right. Okay. Well, by the same token, couldn't they also choose to go start their own business? Right. Or couldn't yeah. they choose? To go get a nine to five somewhere, i.e., yeah. a W two employee job. Yeah, doesn't have to be nine to five. We're in Vegas, man. Who cares? Could work anytime. Two, Spe- speaking two of, to speaking nine. of nine to five, I saw a funny meme saying, "Crap, damn it! Why couldn't she sung of ten to two instead of nine to five? Working <laughs> ten to two. Yeah, but made me laugh. But the point is, you, you, um." You go in that direction, direction yeah. you're pushed in. Yep. And I don't know. I think that um, ultimately the problem here is they need to make a choice. Is it, a, it do they want to have the freedom of being a gig worker or do they want to be have the safety net of being an employee? Those are the two things. Right. But their solution is, and it proves how selfish people can be. Their solution is to try to like, force the company to allow them to have all the benefits they currently have plus a few more with none of the responsibilities with none of the extra responsibilities right i also don't understand why these people don't band together and get group health insurance yeah they could easily no shit there are companies that let gig workers join their group health insurance well i was gonna say i mean there has to be because it pops into my head of why wouldn't you have a business where you're like incorporated and you're just basically a benefits provider for Uber right. and Lyft drivers. Right. And then they just show you that they're active. And as long as they're active and they pay whatever the fee is, they've got insurance. I mean, they, I wouldn't even give a shit if they're active. I saw I, one keeps advertising to me on Facebook all the time. 
and it's health group health insurance for freelancers. Huh. So, like, I don't, I don't understand why they can't use their brains and Google and figure these things out for themselves without needing the government involved. And it always turns out that they basically want what I just said. Right. They want everything to be their way as it is now, plus a few extra benefits, and they don't want to have to do anything more for it. They don't want to have to pay more for it. They don't want to have to wait longer lines for it. They just want that. Right. End of story. Right. And it's so selfish because who says you and I want those things? Right. I mean, I never said it. Doesn't make sense to me. Why would I want those things? It's it's a weird, I don't know, it's a quandary that they don't think about. Because, again, what did I say they are? Selfish. Like, yeah. they're only thinking about themselves. I think we so, beat this horse to actual death. Y- well, yeah, we, we have come back around and we, you know, hit the front of the horse and now we're hitting the back of the horse. And yeah. Now it's probably the time to kick the horse in the ass and tell it to go away. Good night, everyone. <laughs> Hasta la bye-bye. Thank you for listening to The Nightly Rant you enjoyed the show please give us a five-star rating on apple Podcasts or google play if you didn't enjoy the show please just ignore that previous request for a rating this has been a yogi's podcast network production